Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. Thank you for listening to the show. The gang is all here, and we are rocking and rolling. A lot of good stuff to do. i got a special guest coming up in a moment. But I've got to tell this is I'm busting on this one, okay? I've got to tell you all about this. This makes me, this makes me smile. Kind of. The FAA, the Federal Aeronautics Administration, is that right? Aviation. Is it aviation? It's not aeronautics? Do we, do we stop Federal it? Aviation Administration. Oh, I thought it was aeronautics at one time. Don't listen. Is well, listen to school? Abs. I was going to say, don't listen to me. Is that an old name? Did I it used to be up. something else? Do we change it to aviation because Scott, no one can speak? Scott, we live in a day and age where we can make up what we want. So if it's aeronautics, people understand what you're happy, saying. So, Papa, yes. just move I'm on. I'm being serious. Do we have to change <laughs> it because, because no want. one could spell aeronautics? I need a mimosa. Do we get rid of aeronautical engineers to make it? <gasps> Aviation engineers or something, did we? Quiche. <laughs> I made quiche last night. No, did you? no, yeah, no I did. one wants quiche. I think I'm going to have to quiche go Quiche is just history. like gel, congealed scrambled eggs. Scott, it's has delicious. Spinach and I'm feta. Sorry. Breakfast oh my casserole. Gosh, I had feta in my salad. <laughs> We're just having fun. People know you're Scott. talking about government airplanes. Yes, the the airplane people. Yes. The government airplane people, not the ones that pat you on the butt. Scan you and poke you and prod you, but the, the ones who are supposed to be making the planes fly on time in the right way and stay in the air, those people. Um, they were all big into the DEI stuff, hmm. and we're finding out that the airline industry is plagued, but this one is interesting. So what they were doing, they knew as a government agency, they couldn't just say, hey, look, we need to hire some more, beep, fill in the blank. Right. Women, Hispanics, Hispanics, black people, Asian people, orange people, red people, um, no matter what. This is uh, what the person posted. You can find this article. This article will probably make it to AlabamaUnfilteredRadio.com uh, or ScottBeeson.com, both. If y'all haven't checked y'all's little video, and y'all did a great job on the Starnes thing, I watched. I did what? watch, and y'all did a good job. It's posted up over there. Thanks, Scott. Um, got your little pictures, everything, right there. AlabamaUnfilteredRadio.com. You can watch our interview. Yesterday, people asked for the, the, the checklist of the things that you weren't supposed to know about the Trump E. Jean mm-hmm. Carroll trial. Mm-hmm. That is there. Scott, what what in the world? Yeah, I, I don't understand what like happened. A, I don't know what. Whatever works. I was a busy beaver. You almost missed the bunny bus yesterday. I was I was close. I had yeah. a lot of stuff to do. Lots of things happening. The FAA gave secret code words <laughs> to the Black Caucus of Federal Aviation Employees. I'm sorry. To wait, put wait, 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 wait. There is a Black Caucus of Federal Aviation Employees? Yes. It's like a union. I don't know what it is. But they knew they couldn't, uh, they can't just say, hey, look, we're just going to, have y'all seen the skit? There's a skit where the colleges are still trying to give scholarships to certain minorities and they're trying to get rid of the Asians. And they're like, well, we we no longer, we no longer want to know what race people are. And, you know, it's like. Jamal Jackson, <laughs> and then the lady's like, "Oh, I think this is awesome. That will fit perfectly at Harvard. It's awful." And the next one is like, um, "Ho Chi Minh," and they're like, um, "You know, we have no idea. We're doing this completely off the cuff." And one of the people comes in for an interview, and it's like Jamal Jackson is a white guy, and they're like, 
<laughs> looking down at the boy, looking at the sheet, looking back up. That's and like, funny. Uh, well, I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna fit here or not. And so, this what, is what if Ho Chi Minh was black? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But that's kind of the thing. And so they were looking at the names to get away from, oh, we don't, we don't look at race. We don't even have a race checkbox. Yeah. But LaQuanzia, we, we have no idea. <laughs> or Diaquanetta. Have y'all seen that Diaquanetta? <laughs> I saw one that's the, the two twins are in the elementary and it's, it's Washa and Drya. No, it's and not. And they're like, here, yeah, here. No. And is that it's a good. Key it's, it's, yeah, it looks like it is. It's a okay. black comedian. Key and he's got a whole so class. Funny. And he's got a bunch of names. I might play that for you for, for just to go with this. But <laughs> and then I'm sorry. Can I be Ho Chi Minh? I'm thinking though? about the Mountain Brook kid that was stuck in the urn. And like everybody in the national news media was like, of course his name is Connor. <laughs> Connor had to get himself stuck in an urn. Anyway, go ahead. So they, so they knew they couldn't do that while people were trying to get these higher-up jobs. Right. Hey, I'm going to apply for this higher-up job, and we're doing diversity, equity, inclusion, but we can't really do it. Right. So they, had, they gave out secret code words to put in their resume. And another Stop instance of the it. signals to go to the front was to say they had questions like, hey, what was your, high, your hardest high school class? Or what high school class did you get the lowest grades in? And if you would put science, you would get to the front of the line. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Is that insinuating that black people aren't good at science? Or it, is it's that- insinuating that they were giving out special words. So if you put that word in your resume in the right way, they would know to move you to the top because you happen to be a minority. Well, what if if you're white and it really was your worst subject? Well, then you magically got to the front. So you, okay. You were back to being Jamal Jackson, the white guy. Mm. (laughs) That's that's what What it says. The FAA gave secret code words to students in the Black Caucus of Federal Aviation Employees to put in their resume that would skip them to the front of the line. And another instance of the signals to go to the front of the line was to say the high school class you received your lowest grades in was science. Yes, they literally shot you to the front of the class, the front of the line, if you said your worst grades were in science. That's all you had to do? That's all you had to do. That was that was the code to say, hey, I'm in the special group. There should have been a combination. <laughs> Like, Spoken like an engineer. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it's science. She's like, I love the science. I really loved it. You can't be bad at science. I'm just you, saying, I bet you got Ho Chi Minh to the front, too. Like, you just don't. It was your it lowest like, grade was in science. I know, but it should have been like, listen to me. Yes. It should have been like you're you using all the stereotypes to figure out. English. And you played tennis. You thought Ho Chi Minh was good tennis at math and science. and science, didn't you? Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. What was Connor good at? Connor, tennis. (laughs) Gotcha. And lacrosse. Tennis, and I love lacrosse. It's a little rough, but I love it. Let's go to our guest. Are you sure? After this. Stan Cook, welcome to the program. Thank you for, um, I guess you listen, but thank you for being here. (laughs) Scott, good morning. Good morning, ladies. I hope y'all are doing well. Good morning. Uh, well, Scott, as I told you I was going to give you an update on Israel. And yes. I think what I need to do is give you an update also on the terrorism watch 
that is actually taking place in Alabama as we speak. Okay, hold on. I need to get people up to speed because a lot of folks who get a lot of their news from the mainstream media don't realize that the the FBI, other gov- federal government agencies, after being fine with leaving the southern border and the northern border wide open, hundreds of thousands, millions of people streaming in, they finally come around to say, hey, we probably do, yes, more than likely have some terrorist problems in the United States. Is that a fair summation, Stan? Uh, yeah, that's putting it mildly. Okay. Uh, it, there is a problem. They do recognize it. Uh, there are different units within our government that are watching people very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, primarily, though, Scott, at the end of our conversation, what I would like to do is tell you about a need. Okay, yeah, absolutely, we'll do that. Okay. All right, so um, I, uh, I have a a business that works um, with some of these agencies and we share information. And what is currently happening is, um, and, and don't call them Palestinians anymore, they're Arabs. Okay. Arab young men, Arab young men from the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, and Arabs from Syria, Lebanon, are claiming to be persecuted. They're going to Christian organizations. Okay. They're saying that the Muslim community is persecuting them, okay. and they are claiming religious asylum, and they want to come to Europe or to the United States. Some are going to Canada. Mm-hmm. No, 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 let me guess. Let me guess. And our religious institutions are like, golly gee whiz, we we will. Uh, that, that's terrible. We'll help you as fast as we possibly can. That's just my guess. I'm sorry. That's exactly what's happening. Whether uh, I, I call it being gullible or naive or just out of the goodness of their heart, they're not asking any questions. And they take these people's statement at face value. Uh, they sponsor them. They wind up at American Christian colleges, at American churches, uh, institutions. Um, and eventually they go missing and they wind up at an Arab terrorist training camp somewhere in the United States. Uh, Your listeners may not be aware, but uh, in the past two or three years, a terrorist training camp was located in Alabama. Uh, It was raped. But there are institutions in this state who are sponsoring Arab young men between the age of 18, 24, 25. It's never families, it's never women, it's never children. And because they claim to be persecuted, they're coming to this country all over every state, and uh, they are embedding into these communities. Now, I want to give you a specific story, and uh, if your callers are aware of this, uh, I would love for them to, uh, I want to give you my email address and my telephone number off the air, but if your caller call you and they see this, uh, I would like to know where we can pass the information to the right people. But these, uh, particularly the Arab young men, have on a necklace. And the necklace is in the shape of the state of Israel. But it will be colored black, green, red, and white. Or it's black, green, red, with white trim. And what that yeah, is that the colors of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Yes, and that's also the color of the Palestinian flag. Mm-hmm. Allison sees all the same memes that I do. 
<laughs> Which should concern her greatly. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Stan, sorry. Go, go, Allison, uh, welcome to the club. <laughs> so um, these men are coming in wearing these necklaces, and uh, they're proudly proclaiming who they are to one another. Uh, so to condense this story down with brevity, uh, there was a, a, a group of these young men in the Birmingham area. They were working for a particular restaurant chain. And the FBI was notified. The Joint Terrorism Task Force was notified. Uh, they investigated over a couple of months period of time. Uh, they wind up uh, the investigation. They arrest every one of these young men. They're deported. And the owners of this one particular restaurant chain are arrested and they are sent back to the country of Lebanon and Jordan because they were housing terrorists. Did that happen in Alabama? Yes, in Birmingham. It happened in Birmingham. Now, it never made the news. Well, of it, course it's it did. Not going, it's, it's not going to make the news. But I'm, I'm saying all of that part of the story to tell you that they are here. They are here in abundance in every state. Uh, they don't have to come across the border, Scott. They're being invited by the Christian church, thinking that we're doing a good deed for somebody. Because <sighs> oh, uh, we're, we're plumb out of folks to do good deeds for here. Just run out. We run out, Stan. Yeah, and, and I want to stress this to you. This is not third-hand information. This is seeing it with my own eyes. This is first-hand information. And... Uh, also, they're coming through the country of Greece. Uh, they're coming through a particular church denomination in this country that sponsors them. Uh, I can't name that on the radio. But uh, a very serious problem is occurring in our state. Terrorism is on the forefront. And that's all the more need for we need to support Israel. Good point, Stan. Stick with us. I know you want to tell us about some of the needs. Uh, I think that'll be fascinating. we got to take a quick break. Stan Cook will be with us on the other side. Kathy, don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. We appreciate you listening to the show. If you want to call in, the number here is 1-800-289-9228. Let's get back out to your phones. Well, actually, to my guest or our guest, Stan Cook. We appreciate you sticking with us. Thank you for being on the show today. Well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate it very much. Um, over the last 48 hours, uh, my organization, which is called uh, Global Strategic Intelligence Service, and uh, Jared Hudson, uh, we've both been made aware that there's some very specific needs in Israel, and uh, those needs are not being met by any European country because they're refusing to sell these supplies to the Israelis. Wait, 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 Stan, Stan, because I know people are driving, they're in their cars, there's all background noise. So Israel as a nation has things that it needs, um, and they can't get them because they usually buy them from European countries or us, and the European countries won't sell them. So are you talking about like... High-powered weapon systems. I mean, stuff to, you know, those kinds of things. Or, or what kind of stuff are you talking about? First aid kits, medicines, prescriptive medicines, over-the-counter medicines, 
bandages, socks, underwear, shoes, rain jackets, uh, uh, things that uh, low-cost items that the military may use, uh, things that should be normally on the shelf at any drugstore in Israel. And um, I've encountered people that have said, well, look, we send Israel billions of dollars. Well, that might be true, but what good is the money if there's nothing on the shelf to buy? And what has happened is the supply chain was already depleted. This October 7th war has created a crisis in the economy. And then the people are looking at what's being depleted and they're asking for help. Uh, So in a humanitarian way, and also in supporting the Israeli uh, troops, uh, people have reached out to myself and, and to Jared and to other people, and they're asking for some assistance. Right. And the governments from the European Union are in complete protest. Uh, they're in lockstep unison together uh, because they feel sorry for those poor Palestinians and the genocide that's taking place, supposedly. And there is no genocide. And, and let me just say this. Um, If you or the ladies have not had an opportunity to see the October 7th video that has been presented by the Israeli consulate, um, you need to see it. And uh, you will never question Israel again, what you see. It is horrific. It shows soldiers being beheaded. It shows those those beheaded soldiers' heads being sold for $10,000 apiece. It shows women being raped and their body parts being cut off or being shot. Uh, there's a mother who is, has her two children tied up. Uh, they cut her baby out of her womb, strangle the baby, kill the mother, and then kill the boys. Uh, and that's, that's just some of the things that, uh, that the Arabs did to the Israelis. Innocent citizens, lots of soldiers. Right. This, this was people. These was people in their homes sleeping in the morning. Uh, so I, I think our passion needs to be rekindled. I think we need to understand that the Israelis and the United States is fighting the same enemy. Um, and I want to say one other thing, Scott. Uh, people may take uh, offense at what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. We need to stop calling them Palestinians. There are no such thing as a Palestinian. There's no culture. There's no history. You cannot dig up a Palestinian pot or coin. Mm-hmm. They are Arab. They are Arab Muslims. That's what they are. And when we call them a Palestinian, the people in Iran and Saudi Arabia, Jordan, just sit back and smile because what we're doing is it's saying. It's not them, but they all have the same religion. They all have the same ideology. They all worship the same God. They all have the same imams and the same mosque. And they're all Arabs and they're Muslims and they want to kill you. If you don't convert to Islam, they want to kill you. And that is the reality of the world. And it's the real reality in Israel today. And we saw that on October 7th. 
How, how do, if people want to help in your effort to try to, I mean, I'm shocked that we're talking about Israelis and or the Israeli military trying to get bandages, socks, rain jackets, underwear. That's just, it's almost more than than you can believe. How do they get yes. in touch with you? Is there is there a way, something we could put up maybe on our website that, that will remind people? Because I know so many of our listeners are at work or in their car. How do they, well, what do they need to do? Well, Scott, you, you tell me how to best handle this. I, I think I'll give out my email address over the air. I don't mind. No, that's uh, all right. If you want to do that, that's fine. Okay. Okay. You can contact me directly at Stan Cook, S T A N. C-O-O-K-E at A-T-T dot net. Uh, my telephone number is 205-922-3579. Or you can contact Jared Hudson at Covenant Rescue Group. And uh, what we will do is explain to you the, the depth of the need, how they can donate, and how they can uh, donate to a charity that is covering this so that they can get a tax deduction on their donation. Gotcha. And Did you say APT or ATT? ATT. Okay. AAT is in Tom. T is in Tom. Okay. ATT. ATT dot net. And they can actually give and the charitable contribution will build a wall between them and their donation and they can get a tax right off of that. But the need is really great. And uh, it's time since this is a, a 30 day window uh, that, that we need to accomplish this. Uh, we are taking a airplane from the United States to Israel. So all the equipment, all the supplies will be purchased here. The, the money will actually stay in the American economy and we will take the necessary supplies to the Israelis. Fair enough, Stan. We appreciate it, brother. We got a break coming up. That's Stan Cook. And we'll, uh, I'll try to put Stan's uh, email address and stuff up on the website. He doesn't seem to mind putting it out there. And uh, if you want to help with what they're doing or find out more about it, you can contact him. Stan, we appreciate you. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Kathy, don't go anywhere. I know you've uh, been holding for a little while. And Audrey, first-time caller, we'll get to you on the other side. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Abs and Al, Dixie and Trixie are here. You just did a little joke. I know. Give me a little, you, little, you little dancing, a little happiness there. It's yeah. funny. Trying to get worked up. The um, Let's go to our first-time caller. Audrey, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. We have a rule. First-time callers go to the front, and then Kathy is up next, no matter what. <laughs> hey, how are y'all? Good morning. Fantastic. How are, how are you? I'm doing well. Um... My name is Audrey Strong, and I kind of just wanted your listeners in Prattville to know about the special election coming up for Prattville City Council. Oh, very good. Okay. It'll be February the 13th, um, and there's some, uh, so Mark Rhodes and Michael Watley are running. Okay. Um, They're pretty conservative Christians. I think they're both would be good candidates. There's somebody else running named Chris Tarantino. Um, he's he's with Reed Freely, Alabama, and I do know he was at the APLS meeting in August and spoke with Reed Freely. 
and kind of tried to get the security guard at that meeting to get Hannah Reese with Clean Up Alabama kicked out. Mm, so he's, so a, he's an activist. I he's got a you. biscuit. Yes. So I just really want your listeners in Prattville um, to know who they're voting for um, for District 5 on February the 13th. Audrey, that's great. That's that's okay. good activism right there. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Audrey. Thanks for Have calling. Have a great day. Fantastic. Well, well, look, a lot of times people don't know when they go to no, these. No, they don't know. So They vote based on, mm, I think I kind of know that name. Yeah, I got a mailer, and they said they're great. I, I heard their, yeah. I saw their television commercial. Kathy, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. I hope you are well. It's been a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, busy, busy. Yeah, you got um, stuff to do. I get it. How are you keeping abs yeah. straight over there? Because... <laughs> She came in. She'll probably cause a church split or something. Uh, well, gosh, I hope not. We've we've had enough problems and over the years, we don't need that. But no, I got you. No, um, no, I was calling about the um, the power bill things. Oh, finally, uh, somebody listens and wants to answer my question. Well, I, I can't really answer this to me, um, but I have been reading on the Next Door Digest in my area people complaining incessantly about uh, their power bills going up and a lot of them have said they they a hundred dollars more than normal and mm-hmm. uh, even you know 200 so I, I, I think that are going up now personally mine has not really gone up but that's because we live in a geodesic dome and there it, it runs air more efficiently. We only have, we have upstairs downstairs. We only have one unit for, and downstairs that heats and cools the whole house. But the house is all open, and because of the peculiar design, it's very efficient in the uh, airflow. So we really ha- don't have really high power bills. So we've been blessed in that regard. But I, I know. So Kathy, a lot you, of us- you're calling you're calling our show to go. Nah, 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 nah. My, mine's Pretty not right. going up because yeah. I have a geodesic <laughs> dome. Wait, you live in half a circle, half a sphere? Well, yeah, sort of. Um, we um, actually added, you can add extensions on because they are four walls. So uh, we do have straight lines in the extensions. We have four extensions. But, um, but the overall, it started out as the shell. And uh, we added the, that onto it. But it, uh, everything is pretty much open, except for, obviously, the individual rooms, like the bedrooms and the bathrooms. But everything else mm-hmm. is just one big open room from bottom to top. And it just, he, I mean, I, my brother-in-law was a, uh, a heat and cooling guy, and he couldn't believe we only had one unit that functioned in the whole house. But it keeps it nice, and uh, it also retains the heat if it's hot outside. It'll retain it for a few days. And then uh, there, there are long periods of times where we don't have anything. I just turn it off. Because really? If the, if, yeah, if it, 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 it retains the outside weather, of course, you know, for a little bit of time. So, um, I mean, and it is it, it is better, but I understand that uh, that most people's bills are going up. So, yeah, that that is a huge problem. So, I definitely think there's something going on there. But there was something else I wanted to talk about. And if you ever thought that, and what and sure that chivalry is dead, I'll tell you, it is dead. Okay. Because, the, because Saturday night, my daughter and I went to 
a KFC to pick up some food. We drove in there, and I ran into a pothole that was disguised by a bunch of water. Okay. And so we sat there, and we it was a combination shell, KFC. We got our food. My tire was flat. My daughter, who is 5'4", 110 pounds, I can't do it, I don't know how, but my daughter changed the tire. And we had guys in big trucks coming in and out, in and out, in and out, that gas station. One guy actually pulled over next to us, and we thought, oh, somebody's going to offer to help. But no, he just got air in his tires and went on. Nobody offered to help my daughter change that tire. The chivalry Mm. is dead. Oh, my word. That's yeah, shameful, so honestly. Hey. But, I mean, we fought women, to be Y'all equal. women did it. Yeah. Not you, Cassie. And I agree with that. I agree with that, too. It's our fault. I don't need no help. <laughs> I need a man like a fish needs a bicycle. It's not my fault, because I, I don't agree with all that, but it is women's fault. I mean, women have caused so many problems with the voting and everything, so, yeah. It's the women's fault. Dang, Kathy. If I'd have come by, I would have helped y'all. I'm good at well, changing tires. Are yeah. you? We had a lot of people look, and I guess they figured she could handle it. And she did. She changed it, and we were fine. Uh, tires are heavy, though. Okay, I mean, I'm it's kind of proud thing, of her. It's one thing to know how, but tires are heavy. And then they, they get your clothes all dirty. Yeah, and you get it's and you better carry it. Here, look, and also get a giant garbage bag and put in with your spare tire. Because that tire that came off in the wet rainstorm and mud is dirty, nasty. And then you never get that out of the carpet of your car. That's a good point. So, we're just well, here to help. Yeah, we put it in the trunk. but And she didn't get dirty. She was so proud of that that she didn't get dirty. God <laughs> bless her. Woman. How old is she? I've got two sons. She married? <laughs> she's, well, she's she's 29, but she does have a, um, a boyfriend that we think will be, uh, you know, permanent. So... Okay, well, if it if it doesn't work out, give Scott a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Appreciate you. Oh, goodness. I mean, is it wrong for me to say y'all caused this? I mean... I mean, why would... No. If, I'm a, if I'm a young man, if I'm Keller's age, 24, or Mac's age, and there's a young lady on the side of the road in the rain, why do I help her? I spent my whole life being told... You're good for nothing. Masculinity's bad. You're not any better. This girl is just as strong, just as tough, just as... Why should I? Why should I, really? I mean, I'm being serious. In the modern era. Yeah. Because... Oh, because we're just supposed to. Because there's stuff we might not want to do. No, you do it because... Because what? Even when the world is telling you one thing, we don't follow the rules of the world. There should be some sort of like... Like if my sons drove by... And didn't at least stop and ask. I mean, give her the opportunity to reject it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the biscuit. I don't know. But like, if they didn't stop and ask if she needed help, I would. You'd be upset. I would be so upset. Yeah. You're yeah. old school, though. Yeah, but, but you I didn't mean, used you're, to. Go back to your son's... pre-red pill, pre-red pill world. She's so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you surely you raised you raise your sons. Oh, no, I'm just saying give me a good reason to do so. Because that's just the way it is. It's the way it, it should, should be. be. Yeah, I agree with that. And we got to bring it back. It's kind of like, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't say it. All right. Abs, what? Okay. T.S. will be up on the other side. She'll give us a little wisdom. Or is that T? No, that's T. Spear. 
I can't tell. Scott keeps changing the Texas Sunshine. What is on here? This Texas Sunshine. Which TS is this? TS Elliot. It's the one that, that's, 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 that's the name that gave me, man. He thinks How this is educated funny. I am. Oh. We'll be back. Welcome back in, everybody. Let's go out to the phones. TS, welcome to the program. Hello. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm quite well. Which TS do you think you're speaking to? This is Wazowski. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. No, wait, what was what? her name? That was, that was Roz. Roz. I got Roz. I'm here. <laughs> Roz. Are Don't you, make me come up there. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm doing good. How are it's you? Texas sunshine. I'm quite well. Okay, two things real quick, because, you know, we always have to hurry on your show. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Okay, heat pumps. Yes. Heat pumps? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's Wacky Wednesday or whatever Wednesday or whatever you guys <laughs> named it. Heat pumps stink, in my opinion, when it's like uh, wind chill of 12. Yeah. You have to go to the emergency heat, heat strips. Yep. And then yeah, power bill goes up. People, well, but do people know about if you have gas heat and you go to the emergency heat, then because you have gas heat too, then you're just running your gas heater per se. Mm. It's not emergency strips, or is it? No, I think you have. You can have a system that switches over to gas heat, but you got to have a furnace in in the whole nine yards so it can sit there and be regular. But but and but TS. Uh, most people, remember, we've graduated multiple generations of people who can't read. So the chances of well, anybody okay. understanding don't, that stuff is that's Scott tough. Thiessen, don't yes, start sorry. me. I'm a, I'm a retired teacher that's about to come out of retirement to <laughs> teach kids how to read. God bless you. And high school kids. Oh, no doubt. I'm so, done with it. Somebody yes, tell me, because when, when do you need to switch over? I got an almond stuck in my throat. I kind of have to cough. Go ahead. You probably should cough. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, I okay you missed it. I should have turned off all the microphones. I just, I just that did hers, Stacey Sunshine. That was dang. <laughs> okay, so, so at what point off, do you... So he'll but, explain it off. T.S., oh, really? I mean, is it like when it gets below freezing? Because I've yeah. never done that. I, I've never used... Maybe that's what happened last month. When the heat transference... You, is not efficient. The heat pump will switch over to just automatically running, running the red coils, and they get hot and blow the yes. blow the air over them. Yes. So I don't have to switch yes. anything. No. Oh. No. If you okay. just flip the little thermostat thing to EM heat. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, how really do I know when to flip it? You don't have to, but you could do that and test it out. Oh, okay. And see if it's working. Do you flip it? Mine stays on EM heat. So all the time. When it uh, well, unless I have the air conditioner running, yeah, because I'm going to use my gas has been a natural gas has been a little less expensive. You should be able to save money down to about thirty five with your heat pump. You should be okay at thirty five. You get down in the 20s, you probably need emergency heat. That's just my opinion. I think you're quite correct, Mr. Beeson. Um, 
Okay. Now the other. We thing, just need to stop with that. Just let's yeah, just stop don't with that again. No, 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 you no, no, no. saying that. That, that, that should be a, some, that should be a promo. <laughs> I have some bad news. Oh no! Oh gracious! Okay. But it's okay because it's good news because I'm going to try to mail you something. Okay. Uh, um, wait! I accidentally ate. The fourth of <laughs> <laughs> It always happens. Well, you know, it just kind of, they were there in the refrigerator going, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'll just have one because there's two of them. And then, no, over two days, it was like, hey, you know, you know what? You want to eat me too. So I'm going to stop. I'm, I, I am a, about to promo and cook. Mater Anna's pecan pies, which is the recipe that everybody loves that I yes, cook. Okay. So I'm, uh, you guys are going to be my first. Try to ship a pie without it being destroyed in the mail. Mm, hey, look, I can promise so you one exciting. thing. It doesn't matter if it comes here upside down and balled up in a ball. I can eat it. <laughs> well, you just put it on some ice cream or Cool Whip. Or you got that right. Some ice cream. Thank you so much. We got to take a break. I love you guys. Love you. Hey, guys. We love Thank you. you. Appreciate the call, Joel and Bill. Stick with us through the break. We got to pay bills. Gobs of money.